You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and with me as your co-host, as always, Zach Batista. Zach, how are you doing, my man? I am doing fantastic right now. I had a nice day of work. I worked out. I'm all showered, and I'm ready to talk about some wrestling that I watched. Oh yeah, yeah. Long day at work for me, but I'm excited to be recording. I watched these. I watched these matches, and as soon as I finished watching these matches, I was like. Boy, howdy, I cannot wait for this recording. I need to tell somebody about how cool these matches were. Well, I can't how wild wait. these matches were. <laughs> which which is a very big coincidence because I think I am going first this week, yes? You are going first this week. Awesome. So, let's you – know, you know what? Zach, I think let's just get right into it, buddy. Let's oh, just hit shit. it. All let's right. just hit it. All right, All right. Let's go right into it. First match we got on the card – I watched a match from Beyond Wrestling Uncharted Territory. We got Solo Darling versus JXT. Zach, as you know, Solo Darling is one half of the bird and the bee with Will okay. Nightingale. Uh, we watched them over at the Collective uh, during Shimmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a singles match with her and a competitor named JXT. Uh, I, I didn't really get much information on him. Like I tried looking him up. I didn't really get much. Let me mm. double. Let me do a quick double check here on JXT. Of course. Okay, so JXT is from Australia. I love Australian independent wrestling. Yeah, uh, he has wrestled in a lot of promotions uh, on this list. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, he's got S- Snake Pit Pro Wrestling, which is one of my favorites. Oh, I've never New, New Age Wrestling, Outback Championship Wrestling, Platinum Wrestling, Enterprise, blah, blah. He's got a whole list, all right? Damn. All right. So this is an intergender match between him and Solo Darling, who is another amazing, amazing competitor who I love watching. So my favorite part about this match is the entrances because okay. Solo Darling, they, they both, they're both in the ring at this point. Uh, and as the announcer is introducing them, Solo Darling comes up. And the okay. announcer introduces Solo Dar- uh, announces accompanied to the ring by Officer Magnum. <laughs> Officer Magnum, by the way, is Solo Darling's little dog. He is the cutest fucking thing ever. We <laughs> saw him when we were waiting in line for Shimmer, I think it was. Yeah, we no. were we were waiting in line for Bloodsport. I think it was, yes, it was after Shimmer. Events. We were waiting in line for Bloodsport, and we were getting merch. Yes, I was I, getting merch, and the dog was there. And yes, it was I very said. Cute. I said so, it was adorable, and they heard it, and I was like... He is dog. very adorable. Cute uh, AF. Officer, yeah, Officer Magnum accompanied Solo Darling to the ring. The crowd starts chanting for Officer Magnum, and then the dog is very confused because he hears his name over and over, but he looks excited that people are giving him attention. Yes. Uh, and also, Solo Darling is introduced as taller than a stack of pancakes. 
Lean, leaner than a pint of ice cream. <laughs> and the Archduke of the Apron. <laughs> I actually like that last game a lot. They're all very good. They all are, but I, it's the Archduke of the Apron, that's a... Anyway, let's get, into, let's get into this match. Uh, this match is very, very good because this match starts off with JXT mocking the fact that Solo Darling is very short. Uh, because Solo Darling asks for a test of strength, and JXT gets on his knees. Oh my! And he's like, "All right, let's do this." Uh, and when he gets down on his knees, he is met with a volley of kicks from Ooh. from Solo Darling, who just kicks him in the chest over and over. Nice. <laughs> Which shows you where this match is gonna go. Do not mess with Solo Darling. This is a good. This is a good time already. Yeah. Uh, this match was all very good. There was one little spot that got messed up where Solo Dari looked like she was trying to jump off the top rope to hit a Hurricane Rana mm-hmm. but there was a little bit of miscommunication and she kind of just like jumped into JXT in like a weird way and like landed. Uh. it was like it, it looked really weird you know okay. like, it, it, like, it, like you could tell it wasn't supposed to go that way mm-hmm but the the announcers sold it beautifully. They were like, they were just like, oh man, Solo Darling just throwing her body into JXT. So they sold it really well. I, I give credit to the announcers for that Good for selling shit. for selling the botch and putting it over a little bit and not uh, not not being like, oh, I'm not totally sure what that move was. You know, uh-huh. I, I hate that's one of my pet peeves. Real quick sidebar: that's one of my pet peeves is when announcers do that shit. When like somebody like botches a move or like hits a move weird, and the announcers are like, "Well, I'm not sure what his plan was there." It's like, stop, stop! Don't you have to sell it? Make me, <laughs> make me, make me not realize that it was a botch. You know, like you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, stay like, in kayfabe. Don't my be like, immersion. Well, that wasn't supposed to happen. You know. You're breaking your immersion. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, but besides that, uh, there are some sweet moments in this match, like when they do uh, top where JXT gets a top rope Rana, but this time they're both on the top rope, not mm-hmm. solo jumping from the top rope to JXT who's in the ring. Okay, they're like both on the top rope. JXT hits a Hurricane Rana from the top. Solo Darling lands and just rolls and stands up and just like hulks up. That's awesome. And just turns around and spears the shit out of JXT. Nice. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, she, like, landed and everyone was like, oh, my God, what a big Hurricane Rana. And then she gets up and she's like, like, you could tell that the adrenaline is rushing and everyone's like, wait, wait a minute. And just wham, huge spear takes JXT out. Love it. Uh, there is one, there's one point where JXT gets, like, a, a big combination into his finisher called the retweet. Oh, uh, okay. His finisher is called the retweet. It's really just a pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's just a, it, like I was like I was like I like watched it over and over. I was like, is he doing something different? No, it's literally just a pedigree. But Solo Darling does kick out, which was pretty Ooh. crazy. Uh, and there was a and to end the match, there was a huge top rope swinging backbreaker. From Ooh. from Solo Darling onto JXT into her finishing move, which is called the 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 Sharp Stinger. The Sharp Stinger. Which is just, it's like a sharpshooter. I was going to say the sharpshooter? But it's, it's the Sharp Stinger because Bird and B, you know. Yeah, you know. It's a Sharp Stinger. It's like a sharpshooter. Um, it's like one of those sharpshooters like, where like you stand forward at first, though, mm-hmm. when it's locked in and then turn it around. Oh, okay. Um... But he ends up winning this match uh, by making JXT tap out. Nice. 
Yeah, uh, and it's really it was really cool because the that that she won because the announcers were building up this story of how she's been on a little bit of a losing streak, uh, and beyond she's been losing a little bit here and there uh, on her solo runs without Willow Nightingale and uh, the fact that she won this match they were they like they like sold it really well they're like oh what a what a, she she won a match she fight like 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 they oh, weren't okay. like they weren't like oh my god she finally won a match it was like it was just like a nice little burst of momentum you know. Nice. Like, after they've been selling, it's like, oh, yeah, Solo Darwin's been having a rough time here and beyond. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to see her get a win after they were selling me at, because it was like, oh, really? Like, it, like, it was like that moment of, like, made you feel kind of bad. Mm-hmm. It made you want to root for her, so it was nice. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, all around, this match was pretty cool. Uh, these two really gave it all, really gave it all they got. Uh, beyond was, like, a perfect place for this match to happen, because the fans rule. Uh, and I think the... Un- I, I, I love... I love Uncharted Territory because it lit- it literally is what it says, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of matches I feel like you wouldn't see anywhere else. Exactly. Uh, so I'm really I'm I I think this was a perfect spot for this match. I really like this match a lot. I'm going to give it a high meh. It didn't hit me over mm. that mark out for like for sure, but like if that does not take away from it. It was still a really good match. Uh, okay. I wish I just wish there was a little bit more and it was, it was like a little short. It was like maybe like 12 13 minutes. Okay. So I wish it was a little bit longer so I could have gotten more out of it because I know if these two went longer, it could have been, like, really, really good. Gotcha. Um, Potential. So, but High Meth, still an awesome match. Definitely go check it out if you can. Uh, I really liked it. So, nice. Zach, what have you brought to the table for your first match this week? I'm torn here because I wanted to, I was going to go with my uh, the match I didn't love, but it was fine with in a different one, but I have another one from beyond that I want to do as well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm torn here. You know, what? I'll go for the um, one that was eh for me and okay. spoiler alert, but then we'll go with the one that <laughs> I was really happy with. All right. Okay. So I decided to go look around for more, as you all have heard from us. If you listen to us for a while or at least a couple weeks, we went to the collective and saw a lot of really good independent wrestlers, many of which I had never seen before and nor were I not familiar with. One of the profess- the wrestlers that I was interested in because I liked her gimmicks, I think it's hilarious, is uh, Lainey Luck, which is the party mm-hmm. unicorn, if you any of you know her. Yes, Lainey Luck is pretty great. is, like, taking every, like, meme that's supposed to be about cringe and then just smashing it together into one awesome gimmick that she just <laughs> fully embraces. And I I love it if you watch yeah, I think, I don't even remember. Did you put me dabbing in the in the uh, VOD? I don't remember. Yes, definitely. If you've seen that, then there was, you know there was I, no There was no doubt I put I that in there. I figured as There's... much. I couldn't remember. Yeah, but um, I love to ironically dab because I think it's hilarious. So her gimmick, I was like, all right, I want to see more of this, of, of her wrestle, right? Mm-hmm. So I ended up picking a Zello Pro match that just recently happened. It happened in September between her and the Queen Bee, Brooke Valentine. Ooh, all right. Obviously, it was COVID era, so you could tell us from, like, the chairs and everyone that everyone's all spread out. Saturday. Yeah, it was, it was in September. I said Saturday. It was in September, I meant. Yep. So I was like, all right. I'm like, dope, because I'm trying to find some more recent matches for when I picked this. So the crowd was very clearly on Lainey's side here because she's the reigning champion right now. I Though, keep picking I keep picking old matches. You're, you're picking newer matches. I keep picking old matches because <laughs> I, miss, I miss when we were all able to be in the same room together really close and, don't, and not caring. I feel that, man. Like I miss being like I miss I miss going to concerts and stuff, you know. Exactly. Like, the, like there's nothing uh, like having a crowd of people. Uh, all just I miss vibing. being in a big crowd. But anyway, so what, the crowd was on her side. 
Valentine, I will give her this. She did a really good job of making the best of every time, every uh, time in the ring when she got to shine. Like she was like talking to the crowd. She's like, "What? You don't like me?" Like she's just, like mouthing off to the crowd. She's like, "Oh, you know, whatever." There was like, you know, when like the ref like puts his, the uh, belt out for the champion to to like you know like say goodbye to the belt before they have mm-hmm. to like fight for it. The ref was gonna lift it up without letting her, and then she's like, "Hold on, let me look at it." And the ref had to do it. And I was like, "Oh, this is I'm like that's nice, like that." This match was to get into the the uh, the meat of this match though. This was a power versus speed dynamic because Valentine is a big girl, mm-hmm. and Lainey Luck is not the biggest girl like in terms of like she's like she's skinnier. Yeah. So like like literally the beginning of this match. This match took a. a different turn for me though and how i thought it was going to go because usually with these power versus speed things the power person usually goes on like a tear in the beginning then the speed person makes their comeback and you want to see them win not in this match oh yeah yeah so thing is uh, <laughs> the two at the beginning of the match like fought for controls they usually do with like you know headlocks like you know like trying to grapple each other and like valentine valentine shows up i keep saying valentine for some reason valentine gets the advantage for a bit like she like bounces her off she's like i'm stronger than you so then they do like a test of strength right yeah and laney puts her in a headlock and um <laughs> then i think she puts her in a headlock and laney slips out and she dabs on her which nice i loved because nice why not she then applied her own headlock to you know take Got advantage of her speed in wrestling Except, instead of Valentine throwing her off, she actually grounds her to the ground with this side headlock. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay, I'm willing to see where this goes for me. She then keeps her in the headlock for a long time. And even when Valentine, like, gets a comeback, she cuts her off again and, like, trips her when she's going off the ropes. And then, um, oh, no, I know what it is. She goes to run the ropes, right? Mm-hmm. Valentine goes flat on the ground. Like, she's going to, like, wait for her to get up. And instead, Lainey stops falls to the like to the ground and grabs her in a headlock again while she's laying face down on the ground which i was like oh wow that's really smart actually i was like you know what nice 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 so then after a bit more of that and valentine being on the defense a lot she finally hits like a suplex on laney right and yet Mm -hmm. she still gets up and she drop toe holds her when she runs at her laney she then does her the shoot dance before she does her elbow which i again i still love Mm-hmm. Like, Valentine gets up. Lainey then just, like, j- grabs her in a sleeper. She throws her off her back, but it doesn't matter because Lainey then gets a massive, like, you know, like, the um the arm drag where they run up the ropes and then they, like, do a massive arm drag? Yeah. She does that, which just looks bu- cool as hell, by the way. Cool. And up to this point, I was like, wow, Valentine has got not not much offense in. That, that uh, actually finally changes at this part here, because Lainey not wanting to let uh, Valentine recover, suicide dives her. Except this is where Valentine finally gets her chance to shine, because um, Lainey tries to go into the ring to do something else, I don't know. And she grabs her by her foot, and she pulls her so that her face hits the apron. And then mm-hmm. they do this spot, which in their head, and I think with a better ring would have had more impact, but it didn't. You know when like someone like, like Randy Orton like lifts someone up for the backbreaker thing, and he drops them on the apron? Mm-hmm. They did that, but kind of like a sidewalk slam variation. But because the ring was, like, only a couple inches above where she dropped Lainey, it didn't really have the impact, which is unfortunate. Because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm like, if that was a shorter ring, that would have been better. But okay. <laughs> that was a shorter ring. The ring was or just if a you bit guys, smaller. If, if, the, if the ring was smaller, if you guys were taller. I yeah, or just <laughs> anything that could have helped. I was like, damn, like, okay. 
She, um, at this point now, Valentine starts to dominate her. Like, she knocks Lainey down whenever she gets back up. She's choking her out on the ropes. Valentine's, like, suplexing her whenever she tries to actually, like, get a comeback going. Mm-hmm. She's, like, beating down Lainey in the corner. She punch. She's punching her. She's, like, lit- ramming her in the corner. She's, like, using the thing where she, like, sticks her foot into her face when she's uh, down the floor. Finally, at this point, the power person finally got some offense in, which I was like, I- that took way longer than I thought. But, hey. I'm mm-hmm. down for it. Uh, let me see. What else happens? Oh, yeah. So, eventually, um, Lainey actually gets a comeback. And she breaks out and sends Valentine to the corner. She tries to do her the parties over uh, combo, which is where she does two running knees, a kick, I think, and then, like, a running elbow or something like that. I can't mm-hmm. remember this combo exactly, but um, it looked cool when she tried it. She missed, though. And uh, Valentine then hit a massive Yikes. cannonball. It looked like, cool. It looks cool when she but started. But it looked cool. It. Like she did, like the she did the whip, and I was like, "Yeah, more dances." And then she ran in and she missed, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh, and like oh, no. you know when Kevin Owens is like a cannonball, he like really like curls up and like he lands mainly like on the person. Yes. Yeah, Valentine. I don't know how she did it, besides the fact that she's athletic as hell. She's huge, and she did a cannonball so hard that she literally like her feet hit the top turnbuckle, and her lower and her upper torso like hit all of Lainey, and I was just like, damn, that's... It's mm-hmm. like, that's sick. I'm like, do that more. I like that. So at this that point, then, cool. um... She tries to pin Lainey. It doesn't work, and she then says, if you guys would have just cheered for me, I would already have won. I'm the real champion here. You should have just cheered for me, which I actually thought was just amusing, because I was like, yeah, you get all the... I'm like, good shit. I'm like, you make what do you got. I enjoyed it a lot. You then get the classic brawl where the two of them are like just beating each other up, like exchanging stripes, and then they both clothesline each other and they're both down, right? Mm-hmm. Valentine then uh, gets some offense on her on um, by putting Lainey on the top rope, but she fights her off and then delivers a well-done Hurricane Rana, which looked really nice because the wrestling of this match wasn't the smoothest at points, but, you know, they did what they could. Mm-hmm. She finally hit the parties over combo, but she couldn't pick it up. She then hit with the – Valentine then hit on Lainey out of nowhere a tabletop suplex – Followed by a Michinoku driver, but she can't get the pin either. So then we Jeez. finally get into the finishing sequence where Valentine tries to go for a her finisher, which is the bee sting, which I thought was pretty funny when you talked about the. Uh, it's, just, <laughs> the it's a spear. It's yeah, a spear. The sharp, this the sharp stinger and the bee sting. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that's funny. <laughs> Coincidence. <laughs> very, but, um, very much. Lainey super kicks her, then does a great German suplex on Valentine, which popped me off a bit because Valentine's huge and she made it look. It looked really good. Yeah. And then she hit the Unicutter for the win. She nice. retained her title. That's awesome. Overall, I'm going to give this match a meh because even though I described the match and it sounds like it's really entertaining, like there are, mm-hmm. this match could be slow at points. And the wrestling wasn't the best. Like I've definitely seen better yeah, wrestling. For me, like, that headlock spot in the beginning sounded like it was, it was a, a lot, little uh, long. Yeah, It was a lot. It felt really long. And there was a lot of time where I was like, wow, she just cannot get any offense on. And I'm not vibing like it picked up a bit towards the end like i will say the unicutter looks sick i mm-hmm. didn't get a chance to actually see her do that at the collective so i was like i was like all right there like, you go there you go like there we go but yeah i gotta give props to them both they both tried a lot like their hardest to make this match as entertaining mm-hmm. as they could and i was i was like all right that's that's, that's fine i did not right. feel like i wasted my time which is all you can ask for always always good match. always all good. you can ask for when you watch a wrestling match <laughs> I feel like it was a good use of my time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my next match 
Zach, is from Limitless Wrestling. Okay. We got a six-person tag. Yeah, no. Yeah, six-person tag match. I don't know why I couldn't do math for a second. We have a six-person <laughs> tag match between the team of Main State Posse, which is which is a group consisting of Danger Kid, Aiden Angro, Aiden Agro. There we go. Agro. Oh. Aiden Agro and new and apparently new to the group at the time, uh, Alexander Lee. I don't know who any of these people are, so I'm already excited. Me neither. That's what made me excited for this. But I do know who the opposing team is because the opposing team is Ashley Vox of the Sea Stars. Okay. Chris Statlander from AEW. Awesome. And Alley Cat. Hey. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a... Continue. You, you continue. I, I saw that team of three, and I was like, I can't not watch this match. That team is insane. Mm-hmm. So this match is awesome to start off. It's it's very gimmick-heavy, I will say, because okay. Alley Cat's a very gimmick-heavy wrestler. Chris Statlander's a very gimmick-heavy yeah. wrestler. Uh, Ashley Vox doesn't have as much of a gimmick as the other two, but, like, she maybe tried. That's to, maybe that's to balance <laughs> it out a bit. Yeah, but like, like this match still had its fair share of wrestling. Don't get me wrong; it's just there was also very gimmick heavy spots, like which I'm going to describe in a little bit. All um, right. But the 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 spot I want to it starts off pretty slow, but the spot that like really made solidified me and how this match is going to be mm-hmm. was when it was Danger Kid and Alley Cat are in the ring together. Okay, and they both have gauges. They both wear gauges. Okay. But obviously they don't wear them in the ring because that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So they just both have just, like, the holes in their ears. Gotcha. And there's points where Danger Kid was, like, rubbing the holes in his ears. Mm-hmm. And then he was going to, like, do, like, a fish hook on Alley Cat. Okay. Because apparently that's a thing he does because the holes get, like, really gross, apparently. Because when he did it, he, like, smelled them and went, like, ooh, you know? Oh, yeah. I got you. I, it was, like, almost like a Socko thing, like, where he put, like, something gross in somebody's mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he tried to do that. Alley Cat reversed it, slammed him to the ground, and then she put her fingers in her ear holes oh, and tried to do the God. same thing, which also got reversed. And there was one point where they're both holding each other's hands, and then with their other hands, they both put their finger in one ear, and then they both have the fingers in each other's oh, ears, my. In, the, in each other's ear holes. And they're, like, dragging each other around. Oh, and they're just, God. like, stuck in this grapple of each of – they each have a finger in each other's ear hole, like – just in this like standoff like oh man who's gonna break first who's gonna and that's what i knew this match is gonna be off the rails that that sounds (laughs) wild honestly uh it gets it gets better because there was a point where they like uh it's like they hit each other Mm -hmm. and they both start going for the tag okay but then aiden aggro uh like alley cat's going to trying to go tag in somebody from her corner danger kid's trying to get a tag Okay. Uh, Aiden Agro comes on the apron with a cat toy, uh, oh. and he starts waving it. And Alley Cat is like distracted by it. Oh, she's like, she's like, I want to go for the tag, but toy, but tag, but toy. And then, and then, Chris, and then Chris Statlander from the corner, like, holds her hands out and like telepathically controls Alley Cat to bring her oh. over for the tag, like. <laughs> 
Chris Statler like puts her hand out and uses like her alien powers, and you can see Alley Cat like turn to Chris Statler and like do like that like zombie mind control oh, walk toward the corner and to God. and to tag Chris Statlander in they do the instead of a tag it's uh they like meet their fingers together oh, the, like the uh, ET thing yeah they, they do that to, to get the tag in and then Chris Statlander's in this match nice. and Chris Statlander comes in and uh against Alexander Lee mm-hmm. Alexander Lee comes in they both go for each other Alexander Lee goes for a big punch to which uh uh, Chris Statlander telepathically stops <laughs> with her with, with her alien powers and gives him a big like roundhouse kick. <laughs> I can't. I don't know how close you are to do this Dude, match. It's okay. so funny. It's so funny. What the fuck? <laughs> so they're wrestling for a while. Then at one point, um, Alexander Lee hits Chris Statlander with a big DDT, mm-hmm. to which Chris Statlander responds. Oh no, my connection severed, and she couldn't like use her alien powers anymore. Oh my god! So okay. to get so to so so she needs a tag in. Okay. To which Ashley Vox of the Sea Stars grabs a fishing like an imaginary fishing pole uh, and reels uh, Chris Statlander in for the tag. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh oh okay, okay actually hold on. Uh, a little, I want to mention. I want to mention a cool spot that happened earlier in the match that I got distracted by. Go all the for gimmicks. it! I don't even blame one, you. There's so there was, much. Yeah, <laughs> there was one really cool triple team spot with uh, Main State Posse. Okay. Because uh, they had Alley Cat on the like on the like laying on the apron like underneath the bottom rope, mm-hmm. and one and Danger Kid does he he goes off the other side of the ropes, comes back, and he does like a big stomp. Like, he okay. goes to do, like, a big stomp, and as he's doing the big stomp, the other two members of um, Main State Posse jump on the apron and drop kick sand, like, do, like, a sandwich on Alley Cat's head as he's Ooh. stomping on her back. It was it was so cool, and it was timed so perfectly, because they all hit, like, perfectly at the same time. Damn. It was so beautifully coordinated, and I loved it. That was just one quick spot I wanted to mention. There's another That's... really cool triple team spot later that I'll get to. That is wild. Yeah, it was super sick. Um, anyway... Back to Ashley Vox reeling in Chris Statlander for the tag. <laughs> Vox oh. literally like reels her in, reels her in, uh, and she gets the tag in, and then it's Vox and Al- Vox and Aiden Agro mm-hmm. are wrestling. They wrestle for a while. The match goes to the outside. It's kind of a clusterfuck on the outside, you know. Suicide mm-hmm. dives, blah blah blah. The whole the whole tag team thing where it's like a little bit chaos on the outside. Yeah, and then all of them are gathered on one side of the the ropes okay uh and alley cat's going to do a suicide dive but then stops at the last second she goes i can't do it i'm a pussy i can't oh (laughs) get it because she's a cat (laughs) um but she 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 literally couldn't do it and then everyone in the arena including the two including the members of main state posse were cheering her on oh (laughs) like to do the dive (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is wild because like the opposing team was like yeah you got this come on do it you can do it come on oh my god and then she goes to do and then she's like all right all right she like you like, like see her like building up the strength and the confidence to do it mm-hmm. and she goes to do it and then alexander lee slides in the ring and just hits her with a huge lariat uh... <laughs> they baited her so hard it was so funny the bait i got baited <laughs> i was like they're just gonna let him in early like, all right um yeah so that that's a that's a crazy wild thing that happened. Uh, 
And then there's a point where it's more like kind of cluster F V tag team action where it's like this person's in, then this person's in, and then this person takes out this person. Yeah. And there's one point where uh Chris Statlander meets Alexander Lee again. Remember mm-hmm. the guy who's punchy block with like the mind powers? Yeah. But this time Alexander Lee slides in the ring wearing a tin foil hat <laughs> to block Statlander's alien powers. <laughs> So so oh Statlander God. can't can't stop the punch and she ends up getting hit with a big lariat, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> I just uh, just goes with the fucking tinfoil hat, like yes, yeah. And then Danger Kid comes in the ring, uh, and I think hits uh like a Rough Rider, like the thing Zack Ryder does. Yeah, which which is great because uh another great thing about this match is that Ethan Page is on commentary. Oh my god. To which he calls this uh he hits that he hits the rough rider and you hear <laughs> Ethan Page from the from the commentary booth go, "Oh, that's the thing Zack Ryder does." Oh my god. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, it's he's like it's that thing that Zack Ryder does." <laughs> there was a um, point in which this match in which someone might have asked, "Is this too much?" and then they were like, "It's never too much." And they just kept going and I love it. Okay. So there's so here's the other big tag team spot I was talking about with okay. um, MS uh, Mainstay Posse. Okay. There is a point where Alley Cat, I think it's Alley Cat, is mm-hmm. on the the ropes, right? Okay. And then from the outside, Agro hits one of those like you know where you like you grab the ropes and hit like one of those like roundhouse kicks going up. Yeah. Yeah. He hits one of those on Alley Cat. Uh, Alley Cat starts falling back to into Alexander Lee, who mm-hmm. grabs her shoulders and brings her down into, like, a backbreaker. Okay. Like a backstabber kind of move. Mm-hmm. And then holds her on his knees, and uh, Danger Kid runs up, hops on the top rope, and hits a senton. Oh! <laughs> While she's on his knees. Damn, was that Alley Cat again taking a nice triple think, I think so. Let me double check. Damn, dude. <laughs> Yeah, we we know Alley Cat could take a beating. We've seen it before. Oh yeah, it's just we saw we saw her take that one curb stomp on at the clusterfuck. Oh yeah, that curb stomp look. Mm, that shit hurt. On the uh, double checking, it was actually Chris Statlander taking this spot, and so in this spot, Chris Statlander is in the corner. Mm-hmm. I'm, wa- I'm 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 watching the spot right now. I'm going to commentate as it happens. Okay. Chris Statlander is in All the right. corner. Uh. Alexander takes her legs and, like, flips them around so she's sitting on the middle rope, facing toward the crowd. Okay. And then Aiden Agro comes up and does that kick I was talking about into okay. the backstabber mm-hmm. from the second rope. And then Danger Kid gets up on the top and does the senton. Gotcha. It was wild. Uh, however, this does not end the match because Ashley Vox comes in and makes the save on the pin. Oh, uh wow. Okay. Yeah, and ends up taking out Danger Kid, and then Chris Statlander takes out, uh, I believe, takes out Lee. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Here's the spot. We got Vox taking out Danger Kid. Okay. Uh, Alley Cat takes takes out Alexander Lee with a headbutt. Okay. And then Aiden Agro comes in, and Statlander get Statlander takes care of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, to wit, and then Alley Cat goes for Danger Kid and hits him with the pussy pile driver. 
and win and wins the match, gets the one, two, three with I've that. I've never heard a finisher before till now. It's it's called the Pussy Pile Driver. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So she hits that, wins the match. Uh, and Alley Cat, Ashley Vox, and Chris Statlander take home the victory. This match is, as you can tell from me trying to explain what the hell was going on, mm-hmm. this match was wild. That is a word. I... This match was a wild fucking ride throughout I the whole I dare say wild thing. doesn't do the justice of what you described. There were, there was it mind was, control it powers. Ins- it was insane, dude. There was, this match, there's so many things happening in this that, match. This match, this match just threw the kitchen sink at it. Listen, and as I said, I'm so happy because when you do something like this, you either don't do it at all or you commit to the bit. And they committed to it. They committed to it so hard. Me explaining it doesn't do it justice. Definitely go watch this match. Personally, for me, I I can see why other people wouldn't give it this. But personally, for me, it was a mark out. Because it was super fun. I had a great time watching it. All the spots. Like, there was a mixture of really cool spots. There was a mixture of comedy spots. There was, mm-hmm. there was good wrestling in there. Everything was, like, hit, you know? Gotcha. For me. And I really liked it a lot. So I give this match a mark out. Go nice. check it out. It's over. It's over on Limitless Wrestling's YouTube channel. Definitely go watch it if you can. It's a super fun match. Lot, like I said, very, if, it, if gimmick heavy is not your thing, it's not for you. But if you like gimmicks, if you like people, if you like suspending your disbelief for a little bit for some stupid fun moments in wrestling, then you're gonna love this one because I sure did. Mm. Um, so yeah, definitely go check it out if that's your thing. If not, hey, cool. We respect you. Your opinion matters. Everybody has everybody has their tastes. Of course. We get it. All right, so with that out of the way, Zach, what is your next match? Oh, all right, Get, brace yourself because this is a this is a, a a big this is a, a big match in many ways. Big. I watched Thick Mama Pump Jordan Grace go against the Meat Man John Silver's at Beyond Wrestling. I almost watched this match this week too. <laughs> Was, I was very, very close to watching this match. That's man. so crazy. One of these days, you and I are going to accidentally pick the also, same I see, match. Also, I see why you said it's a big match. It's a big match. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, I would have very match. Two very big, thick mm-hmm. people in this in this ring. Uh, I have to say, I haven't watched AEW in like a month because work and other stuff, and I've fallen so far behind to the point where like it's when you're watching a tv show and you're like one of the days i'm just gonna binge watch it for the week that'll probably be me one of these days mm-hmm. this is a pay-per-view coming up soon but before i stopped watching i was like man john silvers and ryan reynolds are fucking great at wrestling and i love john silvers a lot a lot mm-hmm. and i was like let me find a match of his and i saw that he went against jordan jordan grace so i was like all right i'm like i'm down for this match i'm like this could be a good match you have no idea how close I, it's so crazy because I was def, I was so so close to watching this match too. <laughs> oh man, that would have been that would have been a special episode then. Yeah, just be watching. Been like, whoa, we, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that would be that'd be crazy. I feel like it's gonna happen one day. We're not gonna know what to do. Yeah, we'll figure it out when we get there. Like I'm gonna be like, yo, Zach, I watched this awesome match. It was this person and this person. You'd be like, oh yeah. Mm, yeah, dude. Tell yeah. me. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to the match. First things first of this match that is awesome. MGF's on commentary for this match, which is Great. always a joy to listen to. He uh, is the current champion at the time when this match occurred, and uh, according to him, his pinky is injured, too injured for him to wrestle. Very, very MJF. I very MJF. It. Very much so. I was like, all right, this is good. So the match comes out. You know, John Silvers is being his exaggerated cocky heel that he is when he is a heel and i love it jordan grace is you, you if you've seen any jordan grace match you know what thick mama pumps all about mm-hmm. confidence swagger out the ass 
arms bigger than your head. Yes. So the match, you know, it's funny how I talked about the uh, Valentine and uh, Luck match. This match also has an interesting dynamic in that Silver is actually stronger than Jordan in this match. Which was unique for me because I've only seen matches where she's the big powerhouse in the match. Not the other way around. Like the match Mm. literally starts off and he just tosses her off of him. Then she tries to shoulder check him. He just no-sells it and then yells at her, I'm freaking thick. You can't knock me over. Get real. Let's go. And I was just like, okay. I was like, damn, you thick boy. All right. So, all right. I like that. I like that. This is starting already. Exactly. Now, that doesn't mean that Jordan isn't still her strong Terminator-like self. She immediately then shoulder checks him to which he flops to the ground and then rolls to the corner. And he looks obnoxiously, like, surprised, shocked, like, how dare, how could she ever knock me to the ground? Is she, you know, it's just like, what, what you got, son? What you got, son? So she then tosses him from the corner to another corner, and then as she runs up, he just runs up and boots her in the face and knocks her to the ground. I was just like, fuck. Okay, I was like, I was expecting some more. Going Jordan, right Jordan, in. But yeah. So there's this next, this fun section where, um, so Jordan's on her, on her knees, right? And mm-hmm. Silver starts doing what is basically the yes kicks, or the it kicks, depending on if you prefer the Mrs. version. <laughs> yeah. Except during this time, Silver's just like, telling the crowd, he's like exaggerating, like, shh, shh, be quiet. As he kicks her, and every time he's to, he hits her, he does like the "ooh, that must have hurt" like expressions around her, like just obnoxious. And I love it. I loved it so much. And then it ends where uh, you see Jordan starts to get up, and he does a little like he goes to the ground and goes, Whoa, and then as she gets up, he fucking karate kicks her in the chest. Jesus. And then he, it looks brutal because she literally gets turned inside out by this kick, and he yells, "I'm the goddamn karate kid." <laughs> that is my exact reaction followed by he's the oh! karate he's the karate kid but he's not the exactly. karate man so again Jordan starts to make a comeback and then he stops her short by like grabbing her arm and inziguring her in the back of the head and then he uh he puts her in a chin lock like he just takes control over and over every time she's about to get out of something he takes control over again Mm-hmm. Then she finally gets her second win. She was one slam, two slam. She's going for the third slam. But Silver baited her so that what he does is he then gets behind her, pushes her to the ropes. She turns around and she just eats a drop kick in the face. Oof. I was like, oh, damn. I was like, that that was awesome, honestly. I was like, keep doing more, please. Silver then goes to the, a punt kick, misses, and then Jordan hits what commentary then dubs the best of the Attitude Era. Uh-huh. She hits a stunner, and then as he's falling backwards, she grabs him and hits him into a scorpion death drop. Oh, shit. And I was like, and the commentator was like, well, if you're going to borrow from anyone, you might as well borrow from two of the best. And I was like, I am. Fair enough. I was like, fair enough. I, like, I-, I didn't expect Jordan to do that, but fuck yeah, let's do this shit. <laughs> Jordan uh, then hits, um, from what I recall, like her signature strikes in the corner. She like beats him down, gets him up for a muscle buster. He gets out of it. The two then try to roll each other up. Like, he tries, like... It's like the thing, like, you get behind your opponent, and then you, like, pull them down and put them forward. She, like, tries rolling him up. Mm-hmm. He ends out on top by... Oh, man. I'm reading this now. He kicks Jordan in the face, like, three times. Like, he kicks her with a roundhouse kick, a super kick, and then another kick. And then mm-hmm. she, as he grabs her to do something her, she just suplexes him out of nowhere, and it was just... I remember I popped off, because I was like, oh, shit, I was like, let's fucking go. Let's go. I love a hoss fight. 
an intergender Haas fight is something I wasn't expecting, wasn't sure how it would look, and it looked every bit I wanted it to do. She then gets some more offense on him, where um, she starts clubbing them on while he's getting up, right? He then forearms her in the face, and then ground pals her. Like, he's literally, like, got his hand in the fist. He's just hitting her, like, in, like, the face, the face right? Then he then gets up and boots her in the face, but then she hulks up from this, hits a picture-perfect spine right. buster, which I loved. I think I've seen this before when I watched the Deanna Peraza match with her. Mm-hmm. And then she does the same thing back to him. She ground pounds him on his face. And I was like, yeah. I was like, get back <laughs> in it. Let's fucking go. Nice. She then tries to run at him. And Silver's then does Silver does the logical thing. He lays down in front of her and trips her. <laughs> and I was just like, similar to the match before, I was, about, I was like, you know, I love when wrestlers act smart. I'm like, continue. And then he just runs and boots her in the back of the head and then hits a snap German suplex so fast I almost missed it. Like it was just kick immediate German suplex. I was like, oh, Jesus! It's like that looked brutal. Yeah, sounds like it. She then makes a comeback. She makes a short comeback, hits him in the corner, picks him up, does a huge power bomb on him, but he's able to kick out. We then get to the finish where Jordan tries to do her Vader bomb on him. Okay. But she starts to pose for the crowd, and because of this, Silver's able to get his knees up. He then tries to kick her, but she grabs his leg, right? He then, mm. she's staring at him, and he's staring at her, and it's kind of like, a, what are you going to do now? And he's just open hand slaps her in the face, and then she does the Minoru Suzuki slap, where she grabs him and just starts smacking him in the face repeatedly. Oof. And I was like, let's go, let's go. And then, then Silver does this really... Interesting, like, cool maneuver that I was expecting where he like gets around her with his other leg and he trips her right mm-hmm. he puts her in a cross face but he uses Jordan's big huge arm as like the thing to pull over her face right Yeah. and she's trying to get out of this her hair is in her face she's crawling to the rope she eventually gets him over onto a pin right where she like pulls him backwards he gets out of it but he's still holding her arm at this point he then just knees her in the face like four times and puts her back into the hole. And at this point, then the rest calls it because he's knocked her out at this point. God. Which is the win. He wins. And then at the, the the best part is my favorite part of the match is coming up. One of my other favorite parts of the match comes up after the match. So Jordan's down on the ground. Silver's just celebrating. The crowd is booing the shit out of him because why wouldn't you at this point? Mm-hmm. And he then... Sees Jordan starts getting up, so he gets her up. And you can hear MJ on comedy going, I swear to God, if you shake her hand, I will, I think he says, like, I will lose all the respect for you. Don't you dare shake her hand. Because, you know, you know, watching as much with independent waters, I've noticed this is a common spot where they shake the other one's hand, right? Yeah. So, I'm, like, waiting for this. Like, he's raised Jordan's hand, and she's got this look on her of, like, don't touch me. Why are you raising my hand? And thank you at the same time on her face of, like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then as he's like, give it up for Jordan, everyone's like, yeah. He then turns around, lariates her, lari- gives her a meaty lariat in the face, and then punt Jeez. kicks her. God. And then, just to note, the ref is trying to get him to stop before he, after he does this, and he shoves the ref to the ground as the ref is on the ropes. As he's running around the ring with his hands in the air celebrating, he sees the ref, and he just boot, he just like gives him a little kick out of the ring. And he's Jesus. celebrating, and that's how the match, that's how it cuts off. That's crazy. This match is a mark out in every way. It is two big, beefy individuals. I can't even say lads at this point. B 
beating the snot out of each other. I love mm-hmm. this match. I highly recommend any of you watch it if you're a fan of Silver or Grace. Sounds like a fun match. I was, like I said, I'm so, I was so close to watching it myself because it seemed so interesting to me as well. Exactly. So I'm glad to hear it was very good. <laughs> oh, I was so happy with this match when I finished it. I was just like, let's fucking go. Like, yeah, give me it seems more like it shit. was absolutely nuts. I will say, described. I'm one of the main things I'm happy about being able to see with this, with this, you know, podcast and such. It's like I get to see more intergender wrestling because you don't see it ever. On I know. I'm, I intergender intergender wrestling is so good, and I'm always like in this thing where I'm like, I'm like, I could definitely see it being good. I'm like, I just need to see someone do it, and I am full supporter of it because I'm like, a, it's wrestling, so you know, wrestlers. I would say it's wrestling, and wrestlers are wrestlers. Exactly, and B. God damn, man! Whenever like they like they they just go just for love, it. I, love I just it. love. I just love wrestling, man. Exactly, wrestling is so good. You, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, you know. But wrestling is so good. Oh, I love wrestling. All right. Oh. Well, well, Zach, we both had our markout matches. We both said the matches we watched this week on our own. So let's get to the match we watched together. We oh, got, boy. We this got, is, I, you, this I believe match. you suggested this, so let, let's hear what it is. All right. So to give you all the the, uh, the background information on this, when I got to pick this match, I noticed that this episode we would be recording it near Halloween. So I was like, all right, I'm going to find a death match or a Halloween-themed it, 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 It's close. <laughs> yep. It's close enough now. I was like, I'm going to find a Halloween- What are you missing by, like, four days? hardcore slash death match-themed match that I've never seen before. And I was like, all right. I went looking around, looking around, and then I stumbled upon this match, which is Kaylee Ray versus Viper, or as some know her in NXT UK, Piper Niven, in a Queen of Insanity match for the Insane Championship Wrestling title, women's title. So this is two, two NXT UK stars before NXT UK. Yep. Love it. At first, I saw it. I was like, "Hmm." I'm like, "They're mainstream." I'm like, "I'm like, nah." I'm like, "I've never seen a queen." We, listen, match. we've 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 established the rules. You're allowed to watch people from mainstream stuff as long as it's not as this long as it's not true. on the mainstream brand. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say a warning for any of you that actually decide to watch this match. This match takes a bit to actually get started. Yes, there's a it, bit. It does it does take a minute? But as you will see, I think it is worth the wait. I agree. I I don't mind how this match started off kind of slow because it started off with them taking taking turns hitting each other with weapons, which I thought was so badass. Yes, because uh, they just yeah. like they were just like here, you hit me now. Yeah, they just took kendo sticks and, <laughs> yeah, they and just like Kaylee was like, all right, hit me. She hit her and she's like, fuck that hurt. And then she's like, all right, now you let me hit you and, vi- and, and she's like, like, all right, yeah, all right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, turnabout is fair play. Go, go exactly. For it. I love that when Kaylee eventually got her time. She she hit. She hit Viper in the face with this kendo stick, and I was like, "Oh, that probably hurt." I was like, "No, okay. that was the that was the other weird weapon." They, oh, they hit each the other with carpet. the kendo stick, and yeah, the carpet gripper or whatever. Yeah, it's a carpet with, like, gripper. It's the thing you've used to beat carpet. Yeah, that shot. I was like, oh. "That over the head, it just broke yeah, in half like, right over oh, her head." Oh no. man, because right. she faked her out on the shoulder. She break, she like tensed up, and then like Kaylee Ray went to go swing at Viper's yeah. shoulder, stopped, came back, and just went. Whap right over her head, and the thing yeah. snapped in half. It was wild, the, uh, and Viper just mm-hmm. dropped like a sack of bricks. Yeah, like after the kendo stick spot, where after she like she hit her in the head and she like knocked her to the ground. She went out and got the carpet gripper and did that. At this point now, I have 
I have to give the commentary props because I was dying of laughter from this these commentators. Like Kaylee Ray got this carpet gripper, and one of the announcers just said, "Ask the other who the who the who the who's the dick down at PNQ that keeps selling carpet grippers to fucking wrestlers." And I was dying of laughter when he says, "And the guys are like, gonna have to get his name then." I guess. <laughs> I was just I. I was dying of laughter from that. I was dying for okay. So Kaylee I mean, Ray, I guess I guess the people who sell them this stuff are probably like, oh, you know, they're probably gonna go do some carpeting. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing when they walk into Staples and probably buy like their whole stock of tax. <laughs> exactly. Which in this match they probably did. Oh Jesus. Okay. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that yeah. later. So after this, Kaylee gets out and she gets a pink cheese grater, which I think was in a, like a trash can outside of the ring. I I died when... of laughter. Dude, this? when she got the cheese grater, I was actually terrified. I was like, I was terrified, and then I started laughing because I heard the commentator yell, Who the fuck has a pig cheese grater? And where'd they actually fucking get that? And I was just dying of laughter, and then, then she walked into the ring with it, and she positioned it over Viper's already bleeding head, and I was like, oh no. I was like, we're going to see someone's head get grated. I was so scared that we were going to watch... Kaylee Ray just start grinding Viper's forehead, dude. I was terrified. Mm-hmm. But no. She hit her no. on the head with it and it just exploded. <laughs> yeah, she just... yeah. We thought we thought we were gonna see some like brutal like her grading her forehead, but nah, Kaylee Ray just took it and just bashed it over her Viper's head. It exploded into a million just, pieces. Yeah, it just blew up. It was insane. But it was hilarious. I was just like, I'm like, what the fuck? I got baited very hard. I I did too. I was like, okay, fine. This yeah. works. I think uh, the next major thing was when, when Viper tried to do the Viper bomb, and she, which is a Vader bomb, and she ended up just going through chairs, which probably sucked. Yeah, yeah. And then she, she to go fucking for the vi- suplex Ray onto the, the chair. It, it was a power give. bomb. Oh, yeah, the power bomb. And it didn't. The chair didn't give. The chair because the chair didn't give because because she hit like she like threw Kaylee Ray like on the side of the chair, and it like ju- oh, and Kaylee okay. Ray like wet like winged her shoulder on it. Mm-hmm. Both and then like yeah, it just it, it didn't. Both look these good. spots look like it sucked. Yeah, the way Kaylee Ray landed looked awful. It mm-hmm. really looked like she actually hurt her, like hurt herself. And it yeah, was and Viper kinda, obviously did a Vader bomb onto two chairs off the top rope. There's Doesn't, no way. There's no way that could. That that did. There's no way. So I have to say, at this point, throughout this entire match, was like a barbed wire table just sitting by the ramp, right? Oh, and yeah. I was literally sitting there, and I was like, "Give me the barbed wire ramp." It's gonna table. happen. It's gonna. And happen. when Viper finally went to go grab it, I was like, "Yes!" It's like I demand blood. I yeah. forgot. How it went, but like, so Kaylee Ray goes outside. She grabs a fanny pack, which I'm pretty sure she came. She, in gra- with, right? she grabs the fanny pack she came in the ring with, uh, and then opens it up mm-hmm. and just dumps out a whole bunch of thumbtacks. Which of course which I I thought was the funniest shit I've ever seen. I was, the way she decided to bring them to the ring. It wasn't like that ominous black bag where yeah, like, you dump it pack. out slowly. It was just a fanny pack. <laughs> I was just like, there they are. I'm like, fuck there. I think she, like, put an ironing board in the corner, and then, like, Viper did an overhead. Oh, yeah. So, she poured these out in the corner, right? To visualize this for you. She then set up in a, the closest corner an ironing board. And Viper does a belly-to-belly to, to Kaylee. And Kaylee goes into the into the um, the ironing board. But she landed in the tax, or close to the tax. I remember thinking to myself, oh, my God, that is terrifying. Yep. Don't do that. Yep. They they did a lot of wrestling around those tacks. Yes, they did. And there were many <laughs> even, times. Even when it wasn't just the tax spot. Like, it was wild. But, folks, if you thought that the tax this time from a little fanny pack were enough, get ready for this next bit. Mikey, please elaborate what happens after this. So, after this, 
Kaylee uh, uh, Viper goes outside the ring, mm-hmm. and she grabs the trash can. She empties out the trash can, throws whatever weapon she doesn't want out, and brings the trash can in. Everyone's like, oh, she's just grabbing the trash can. No pro- no worries. But the way she's bringing it in is, like, kind of suspect, because it's like, why don't you just throw it in? But, like, she's mm-hmm. very being very careful with it. We're not sure why. Until she gets to the middle of the ring and turns it over, and it turns out the trash can was, like, half full of just thumbtacks. Yep. Just she just pours it all over Kaylee Ray too, bro. So like they went to they went to Staples and were like, <laughs> "How many thumbtacks you got?" And they were like, "This many." And they were like, "Yes, exactly." What? We'll take all any all of them. Completely baited. How, how many? They're like, "Oh, how many boxes do you need?" Yes, yes. Your entire. I'll take your entire stock. <laughs> yeah, I'll take. I'll take your entire stock. <laughs> oh Literally. my god, dude! I remember. I had the same thought. I was like, "Oh, it's just a trash can." No way, and then she jumped, and I was like, "Oh no!" I I I figured there was something in it when she was bringing it in. Weird. I was like, "What is in there?" And then she dumped it, and I was like, "What?" Oh my god! And then, as if it wasn't anymore. So, in this point, Kayla Ray's finisher is a gory bomb called the Dirty Bomb. Yes. And if any of you know what this looks like, it's when you get your opponent onto your shoulders, their face is facing that is facing away from you, and you drop them, and they go face first. Kaylee Ray and Viper at this point were like, you know what? Let me gory bomb you face first onto this pile of tacks. And Viper was like, sure. And she just ate this move onto the tack. Sure, why not? Yeah, I'm thinking straight face first into a pile of thumbtacks. Visibly went, oh god, no! I was like, oh, that must have been awful. <laughs> I can see you doing that. I can see you like us, like watching this match, like sitting on the couch and just hanging out and just like eating Domino's or something. Mm-hmm. And then just this spot just happens, and you just say that it's, exact like, line. I was like, oh my god. I was like, alright. It's like, let's fu-. And she kicked out, and I was like, oh my god, the match isn't over yet. That was wild. She got up, and she had way less thumbtacks on her than I expected. Mm-hmm. Like, she got up, and she had, like, a few in, like, her knees. And I was exactly. like, how do you not have thumbtacks literally everywhere right now? Her forearms must have just, like, eaten all the tacks, and she must have just brushed them off or something, man. Cause yeah, that, that was wild. That was a dangerous spot. Um... Yeah, I think the big spot after this was the the barbed wire table spot. Yeah. Yep. Off the what was it? Off the top rope. There yep. Kaylee went up for a dirty bomb on Viper, but Viper countered it into her finisher, which is like a body slam called the Viper Driver. Yeah. I think. And she put her through the table. Kaylee's hair got all caught in the table, like it was like a thunk. Can we just were... can we just talk about how Viper definitely took that table way harder? Yeah. Like, Kay- like Kaylee's head hit it, like hit, got it, like she caught her hair in it. But like Viper literally got was the one who got table. who landed on all the barbed wire. Oh, absolutely! Like when she got off of this, like her arms were ripped up. I think one of Kaylee's arms might have been like ripped up. A Viper was just bleeding. I was like, yeah. I'm like, now we've reached death match. I'm like, let's. I'm like, begin yeah. with the punishment, uh, or you, continue you, the punishment. Continue the punishment. Uh, this, the, the ending spot was cool after this, too. Oh, this after After spot? they both, after they both get up, uh, Viper goes, goes to, the... to pick up for another, goes to pick Kaylee Ray up for another Viper driver into the tax, mm-hmm. but Kaylee Ray, bare hand, just grabs, like, a fistful of barbed wire, yeah. rips it off Cause... the table. Yeah, because and... it's still connected to the table, so when she tries to pull away, it's stuck on there, and it tears off insane. the barbed wire. Can, can you just, can you just think about that? Trying to, like, like when you pull, like, a rope that's stuck to something, it, like, slides in your hand a little bit. Exactly. Imagine that, but with barbed wire just straight in your bare hand. You know, now that you point that out, yeah, holy shit. Fuck that must have hurt, like, shit, right? It must have. And I was like, oh, this should be interesting. And then we get to the finishing where Viper gets put in a crossface in the pile of tacks via the barbed wire rope that Kaylee pulls off of here. 
and Kaylee Viper like, lands screamed on Viper. Like it was death. So what happened was Kaylee like got the barbed wire mm-hmm. and like slid off of Viper's back and yep. got her into like a cross face, but it like it laying in the tax mm-hmm. in this cross face. But then she used the barbed wire that she had and just put it in Viper's mouth and just rank and just, just rank that back. shit. Back. I was oh that was so brutal vipers I, I think i think that spot i think that spot happened and i heard vipers scream bloody murder and i looked i i i had i looked away from the screen the best way i described this in my way was the the selling was phenomenal because the move looked devastating but i felt her pain oh yeah that, she screamed that, out in pain it was like agonizing a minute straight when she's taking this like or felt like a minute i'm just taking this cross face where she finally tapped out and I was like, Mercifully. I was like, Jesus Christ. It's like, that was... I remember walking out of that, and it was like, that was horrible. That was awesome. That that <laughs> end was great. That's, that's like one of those... That's like one of those spots that gets the you sick fuck chant. Exactly. But, like, for real. Exactly. I was... And then she gets up, and there's, like, a nice little moment where, like, apparently the guy who comes out with her... I forgot his name. Apologies. He was the winner of the first King of Insanity match, and he was the former champ, and he actually uh, goes out, and they uh, celebrate together. Kaylee Ray becomes the new women's champion for this promotion. The new, for... Yeah, the new Insane Championship Wrestling Women's Champion. I gotta give it to Piper, or well, not Piper, but Viper. She, because this match's story was that she was, like, trying to get this match with uh, with Kaylee Ray, which I find is hilarious, because I picked Jimmy Lyon versus, Jimmy Lyon versus Matt Tremont. That which was had, the like, exact the same, same story, build. yeah. And just like the last one, like, she put herself through fucking punishment this match with her like that. Dude, that face first dirty bomb into the tax oh. and and that bar that bar the barbed wire and like you can't fake shit like that. Like barbed wire being like across your mouth God. like that. And like even if you argue like oh she didn't get like the actual like thing is so, like bro she was laying in a literal sea of tax. They were laying in a bed of thumbtacks. The ring was covered in tax. I, that trash can, I'll never forget. I was like, I, I literally could feel, I was like, I got baited so hard. I'm not even mad about it either. It was nutty. Oh, man. This match was very good. I very think good. for for me, I'm getting it. I'm giving it that mark out. This match was awesome. I really liked it a lot. These two absolutely put each other through hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. For a hardcore match, I'm torn because, like, and it helped. Look, look, another part that puts it over the mark out is that uh, that guy came out and they celebrated, and him and Kaylee Ray celebrated, and then Kaylee Ray goes to Viper and gives Viper a big hug, and then so does the guy, gave mm-hmm. Viper a big hug, and there was just a, that big show of respect at the end, which which we mentioned already on this show seems to happen a lot. Apparently, where it's like a hug or a handshake. Unless there's always there's always that weird end ending spot where they do like the raising each other's hand. There's a lot exactly. of respect on this show, I guess. Evidently, yeah. I am going to get oh, I'm torn. I want to. You know what? I'll which give is this funny match. because like they're hugging each other after you just shove barbed wire in. Her exactly. Mouth. Like, <laughs> I would give this match the markout. and it honestly what puts it over for me from a high met is that that finish was really that good. finish was brutal dude I that was... finish that finish was one of the probably one of the most believable finishing spots i've ever seen yeah because for me sometimes the finish hits and i'm like that shouldn't have been the finish and for me it was like at first i was like 
like at first my thought my brain was like she's gonna lose she's just gonna tap out that quickly to a cross face and then i like thought about it more i was like oh shit she's laying in tacks mm-hmm. this cross face is happening with barbed wire across her face whoever came up with and the spot. way and i was like and the way like you said the way viper sold it was like like she sold it like that mm-hmm. she, she sounded like she was in the most agonizing pain she's ever been in her life and it was terrifying yeah. It was it was that scream is chilling like mm-hmm. oh it's oh, sounds yeah. like straight out of a horror movie exactly it's so good it's so so good it makes you really feel it and it makes you like really like like yeah you know what that finish makes sense exactly <laughs> because like I think about I think about what if I was in that spot I'd probably tap out too probably <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to cut here real quick. Uh, we are already an hour in, so let's make this double down quick. Yep, I my match, my notes for FEV Ricky Starks is quick. <laughs> I forgot and... I made you watch that match. Yep, All yes, right. you did. Yeah, let's, let's make it quick because yes, we, we are uh, low on time. All right, so Zach, we reviewed our matches. We reviewed the match we watched together. There's only one thing left to do, and you know what that is. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Double Down. The Double Down. Where we we re-revisit some matches from last week and view them from each other's perspectives. Uh, Zach, I believe I gave you Effie versus Ricky Starks. And you gave me KTB versus Blake Christian from GCW. Uh, I'm really excited about this match. Who started off last week in the Double Down? I want to say... I want to say me? All right. I'll kick us off then. I'll kick us off here with KTV versus Blake Christian. This match was insane. Yeah. Both of these guys, both of these guys are so good at what they do. Yeah. They both are. of these guys are such good wrestlers. It is nuts. And I think we've we've said this on the show. You put like you put a good wrestler with a good wrestler, you're gonna get a good match. Like exactly. it's just it's just that simple. Uh Matt. there was some there was some super sick moments in this match there was a it, right in the beginning there was like a, a rolling bulldog mm-hmm. that christian was doing and yep. then ktb catches him and just hits him with a blue thunder bomb like right in the middle of it oh, with like that. without without missing a beat mm-hmm. it was so smooth so gorgeous that spot was one of the immediate ones that stuck out to me that was so good then christian hit the three suicide dives just back to back to back where he goes under the bottom rope through the middle rope and then over the top rope Ooh. That was yeah, crazy. That. Yeah, dude. Like it was like it was like low. Lo, they called it a Lope suicida, mm-hmm. a tope suicida, and then it was the tope called Hilo. Yes, over the top, just back to back to back, and that was like what? Yeah, dude. Sent them back to the bar, I think, with that one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was that that spot where you sent them back to the bar. Then there was a point where. KTB threw Christian into the pole, but then he catches and sticks on the pole. I love that. And drops from the pole and does a hurricane rata onto KTB. Fucking Spider Man in this bitch. Ridiculous. Yeah, I think Janela was on commentary and he was like, Is this Peter Parker? <laughs> uh, then there was a part where Christian hits a Death Valley driver on KTB and just lifts him up like it was no problem and just nails yep. him with one. Like, completely out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got the doors out, of course. Uh, I don't even remember the. I like there were so many crazy spots in this match. I don't even remember the door spot. Like the that door was like, spot, if I recall, was they fought for the door on the outside. He set up with like two chairs, and I think Blake hit like a 
double like knee like pushing him through the table. Right, the it was like outside. a meteora almost. Yes, a meteora. The, that's like, the word from I was the, looking for. A meteora through the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or through the door. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was insane. Uh, KTP hits a big lion salt. Mm-hmm. Then, then Christian goes back with a Spanish fly later, and then KTB. The one part that really made me wince in this match was when KTB just got Blake in like a military press over his head mm-hmm. and just ran to the side and just hooked him into the steel pole oh, from earlier. Oh my god, I remember that. That, that and he was... just hits the pole and oh. drops to the ground. I was like, I was floored that they let them do that spot. That was insane. Because yeah, was... the way he just smacked the pole and just fell. I know, <laughs> to dude. The, I was straight to the ground. Oh, like that hurt. <laughs> that fucking hurt. Ooh, that one got me. That one got me. Uh and then Blake Christian hits an insane springboard four fifty, somehow avoiding the air vents up top. Somehow. Which they used a couple of times earlier in the match as well. Uh, we talked about that last week where KTB mm-hmm. threw Christian into the air vents. Uh, some I I don't know how he did a 450 because he didn't get much height at all. He's insane. He like he like dove the way he dove. It looked like he dove instead of jumping up. It looked like he just dove straight and did a 450. Mm-hmm. Like it was like how did you do that? It's like, insane. it was nuts. Anyway, that springboard 450 wins Christian the match. This match is. I'm not even gonna sugar. This match is a mark out. This match was insane. This match was so good. I love that match. I love this match so much. These two really gave it their all, and it showed how it showed how much this match meant to both of them. Mm-hmm. You you can tell it meant a lot. You could tell afterwards that it meant a lot for KTB to put this kid over, who was his first time at GCW, Blake Christian. And you could tell how much it meant to Blake Christian to get this big upset victory in GCW. Commentary mm-hmm. put Blake Christian over like a god. I know. Everything sold Blake Christian, but also KTB never seemed weak. Like they put they put Christian over a lot. But they never buried KTB, which was yeah. really, really KTB's helpful. Up. Which was also Jeez. really, really good. Yeah, oh, I like man. that. I like that. You don't need to bury to make someone look strong. You don't need to bury somebody. Mm-hmm. There could just be two strong guys in that ring. Exactly. It just happened that one of them happened to be stronger that match. But <laughs> it doesn't mean KTB's. It doesn't mean KTB's a bitch now. Like KTB is still KTB. He's still gonna kick your ass, and he's still heavy metal as shit. Damn so, straight. Like this match was this match was great in that sense how they put both guys they ended they, both guys ended up getting over in the end even though KTB lost because they never buried KTB you exactly. know it felt really good this match is a mark out I really like it a lot mm. uh, Zach let's hear what you thought about Effie versus uh, Ricky Starks oh man this match was very entertaining and very well wrestled. Like, I, I walked into this match, and we've already talked about this last week. If you haven't watched it, though, when I left the Collective, I was in a similar mindset of Ryan in that I've seen Effie wrestle a bunch of comedy matches at the Collective, but I really think Effie can go, and I just want to see just a hint. I just want to see him really go in a you match. You want to see it. Ma- you want it. You taste it. You know it's there. And he and Ricky put on a banger of a match here, and Effie showed me that he can really fucking wrestle. Yeah, dude. I was very, like, that. There's so many spots that you went through here that I was watching, and I was like, damn, this is smooth as hell. I do have to say two things, two times in this match, Ricky did a spear. And both times, I was bo- it both looked brutal and amazing. Yeah, there Ricky was has a the, really good spear. There was the disgustingly scary corner post spot that you told me about that I forgot about until he when he ran to the corner yes! and spear him and flew 
And I was just like, into oh. it and just like he like flew into it and just like ragdolled out of the ring. I was like, I what? Was like, Starks, what are you doing? I, I was big ass bro. He just like bro. threw himself out of the ring. He was like, he was like, you know what? I'm not just gonna hit this shoulder spot and like hug the post and like fall back in the ring. He was like, I'm going. I'm throwing my whole body at this. I'm thing. out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeet. Exactly. He yeeted himself into the ring post. Oh my god. The other one, which came later in the match, was at the end when he. This is after like he still had his pants down during this. I'm pretty sure. And this, he pulled this. There up was a lot. Of, there was a lot of. Listen, <laughs> if you don't like butts. <laughs> Exactly. There was a lot of this match wrestled where both wrestlers just had their asses out. Yep. Like, he speared Effie while his pants were down, and they flew. Like, Effie went flying across the ring, and I was just Effie like, hit like Effie hit, like, a Rough Rider spot with his pants down. Yes, and I was yes, like, that he did. Must, you just got, that's, like, straight up just ass right all it, up in his face. It was it's so magic. good. It, I, I, it's magic or just some shit, because there's no way these two should have been able to wrestle as well as they did with their asses hanging out, their trunks barely hanging on and yet somehow both of them were able to wrestle so well yeah that what was did you like think about the purple nurple spot that, that purple nurple spot the first time he did it when effie powered up i that laughed because so i was like all right but then it was when they were in the corner and ricky did it he powered up the the commentary sold it like oh my god he just did it and then he when he bit he Ricky's likes, nipple, effie likes just, it effie likes it he and likes he it. Just clamped onto Ricky's nipple and just bit into it. I was just like, it was like this fucking match. I think for me, this match was like a perfect. This match was a really great representation of Effie mm-hmm. because it had the funny parts. It had the, it it had the it had the character. Like this match was just really good for both guys because like it was Ricky. Just a really Ricky. Got a suave, smooth character. Ricky, I would say Ricky did awesome character work. Ricky showed off how well he can wrestle. Ricky showed off how much he can sell. Effie showed off how much he can sell. Showed off his character work. Did a lot of really great wrestling. Like this match was really good from both guys, and they mm-hmm. both like like you can like you can feel both of it. You can like feel both of these guys. I actually wrote down both these guys were exceptionally good at not only playing up the yeah, roles, right? but playing off each other. So like this, the, match, yeah, they had insane chemistry. Right, this match was. It, they did. It really did. It elevated an already well wrestled match to a fucking very great. It's a great match. Yeah, they they really they like like I agree I agree. They definitely played off each other really really mm-hmm. well, and the chemistry was insane in that ring. It looked like it looked like they've been like best friends for years. Exactly. I will say one last thing. Shout out to I forgot which commentator it was, but it was the one that yelled "Effie likes it" because that guy sold so many moves that made me. It kept me up to speed with their finishers. Like I didn't know that. Ricky's like the the people's elbow thing like you talked about before. I didn't yeah, know yeah, yeah. about Effie's like some of Effie's signature moves that he does, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Thank you, commentary guy," because I actually understood it. And then when Effie won, the and most, he popped always, off. Always a great part of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And when when he won and everyone popped off, it was just a really great moment. I give this match a markout. Me, I, I think I also gave it a markout because I, I really had liked a it a lot. Great time with this match. This match That's, was entertaining. Yeah, and this well match wrestled. was awesome. It was just awesome. It was so much fun. It was just a blast to watch. Like Still. no matter no like no matter who you are, like like it had something for everything. It had the character work. It had the it, it had the mm-hmm. it had like the character work. It had a little bit of story. It had the good wrestling. It had the mm-hmm. comedy spots. Like it had it just picked from a little bit of everything, and it just worked its way into this like beautiful. Like it wasn't even like a, it wasn't like a half hour long banger. It was just like a beautiful little match that just mm-hmm. that just really encompassed both guys very very well 
I love this. I, I like this match a lot. Yeah, me too. Uh, that's why it gets the mark out. Go check it out if you can. It's super, super fun. I think you'll love it just as much as we do. Oh, well, this episode went long. Yeah, yeah. We had It was a good week of wrestling for us. Yeah, we had some bangers this week. All of our matches free to watch on YouTube. Go check them out if you want. If you want to see and give your own opinion, let us know because we would love to know what you guys think about our matches, about the matches we watch as well. Uh, we'd love to know what you think. So go hit us up over on Twitter at CountoutPod on on Twitter. Go follow us there. We just changed from the Hit the Books Network to the Countout Network. So please follow us along as we go through this transitional period uh, <laughs> over at CountoutPod on Twitter. Don't worry, all your favorite shows are still here. We just changed our name of our overhead network, so we have the Countout Network. We still have Hit the Books every Friday. Go check that out, me and Ryan Nicey, where we book SmackDown every week. Uh, we just had our draft for Season 4 release, so we are on to a new season, baby. New season, new rosters, new SmackDown, mm-hmm. new Raw. So go. That, that would be a great time to jump in because new storylines are coming. Um. Uh... I, it's probably going to be a great season. You guys book really well. Thank you. And I had a great time both times I've been on the show. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to get into it because, like I said, new rosters. It means new rosters. New, new, new rosters means new storylines. means new character work. means new things I can do. Uh, mm-hmm. So go. So if you want to get into Hit the Books Pod, now is the time to do it with our new season starting up. And every every other Monday, go check out Ryan's Brian Nicey's brand new show, G1 and Only, where he talks about wrestlers who have only been in the g card the g1 supercard one time and one time only uh and he talks about their runs it's a great great series uh his episode um, the first episode is all about big van vader go check that out it's awesome i listened to it it's great i loved every minute of it it's very docu document uh documentary yeah do- documentary style i don't know why i couldn't say that word oh it but it's very it's very document it's very document <laughs> documentary it's very documentary style there so go you go. Check, go check it out uh and then also go check out our website countoutpod.com where we have everything to do with the countout wrestling network all the shows are there we have a whole archive of hit the books if you want to catch up before season four you can read all of our card history there and go check that out in text form as well as audio form and you can go check it out in video form over on YouTube, which is also Count Out Podcast on YouTube. Uh, so you can go watch the video versions there. Also on our website, we have little information about us. If you want to get to know us better, me, Zach, and Ryan. You want to get to know the guys of the Count Out Network a little better, You can. Uh, there's little blurbs about us over there. So go check those out as well. Uh, but yeah, that brings us to the end of this episode. We got all the plugs out of the way. Zach, what about you? Do you have a plug yet? Nope. Did we get you yet? No. Not Dang yet. it. We're gonna get you someday. You're gonna get one it. One of you're these gonna... days. One of these days, you're gonna have something to plug, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna know and I'm gonna know about it. And this whole show is gonna know about it. <laughs> but all the plugs are now out of the way, so that brings us to the end of Independent Waters. Thank you very much for watching. Go leave us that five-star review over on iTunes. Tell us how we're doing. Leave us that five stars. It really helps a growing podcast. Uh, it'll get get us on people's feeds, and we can get we can get out to more fans, and you guys could have more people to blurb about the show with. How great is that? 
So yeah, go do that if you can. It takes five minutes. We would really appreciate it. We love that you're listening. We love that you're here with us, and we love that you're coming along on this journey with us. We appreciate you so, so much. Um, and with that, always remember, there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast.